Hey guys, I'm Ernie Hudson, better known as Winston Zeddemore. Welcome to the Alabama Ghostbusters. The official podcast for Alabama's Ghostbusters community. Taking our passion for and becoming geeks for good. Find us online at alabamagb.com. This is Robin Shelby, Slimer from Ghostbusters 2, and you're listening to the Alabama Ghostbusters. And welcome into episode number 11 of the Alabama Ghostbusters podcast. We hope you are doing extremely well. I'm Brock Parker, chief of the Alabama Ghostbusters, and with me, my ever-faithful companions. I'm Bo Bearden, deputy chief of the Ghostbusters. And I'm Kevin Gardner, co-captain of the Ghostbusters. Special guest tonight. You know him. You love him. He's been on here with us before. He is the director and the creator of our web series, which we will talk about very soon. He is Adam Schwartz. Adam Schwartz is me. The Schwartz is with him. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, uh, We've been doing some pre-podcast chat and having a lot of fun. I'm going to let these guys talk a little bit more this time, probably because the weather in Alabama uh, this week has been going from 70, mid-60s, 30, 40, and wreaked absolute havoc on my voice. So uh, if I sound a little different, that's what's going on. But that's not the important part. The important part is talking about all the things that we love to do for our communities and the people in them. And so we'll begin by starting with our upcoming events. Let's just kind of breeze through these rather quickly. Saturday, March the 9th, we're going to be in Tuscaloosa, home of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. There you go. We're going to be doing the uh, Walk MS event. That was the first charity that we uh, got involved with. And we're going to continue our commitment to those guys, a great bunch of people with the National Multiple Sclerosis Society. Um, they do a lot of good things, and so we always want to help them. So we'll be there March the 9th in Tuscaloosa if you want to come out and see us. Uh, the very next week, March 16th, we'll be at Biscuit Stadium in Montgomery, the capital of Alabama. And so we'll be down there with the Walk and Mess folks that day as well. That's always a fun event. I love that event. The venue yep. is fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's a minor league baseball stadium, and it's so, so much fun, especially for those of us who just adore baseball. And biscuits. And biscuits. Yes. But, you know, I, I haven't had a biscuit while I've been in that stadium for these walk and mess events. Maybe we ought to bring some. I know they cook them when they do have the games there. You can actually buy biscuits during the baseball games. I would hope so. <laughs> but that's on the riverfront. Uh, a beautiful stadium. Sometime in March, we'll have another charity walk uh, in Opelika in the eastern side of the state. And we'll, we'll have that on our website, hopefully pretty soon, uh, once we get it fully confirmed for that event. Um, just look for it on the front page of alabamagb.com. That will be the upcoming events for 2013. It should be in March, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, down in Dothan on uh, Friday, April 12th and uh, April 13th, we've got the Tri-State Barbecue Festival. If there's anything I can say about the Wiregrass area of the state, which is Dothan, Geneva, those areas, they know how to barbecue. We went to Porktoberque last October down in Dothan and had some of the best food I think I've had in a long time. And it's going to be pretty much a, a very similar festival. And so that'll be going on for two days. So we encourage you, if you're in the Wiregrass, to definitely check that out. We'll be down there for that. 
Then April 27th, another yearly event that we all absolutely adore. That is Auburn City Fest, home of the Auburn Tigers in Auburn. And I'm probably probably the only one that will say War Eagle, too. I say Roll Tide and War Eagle because I have ties to both schools. People look at me funny and shun me sometimes, but that's okay. It's fine. They're both fine academic institutions. Roll Tide. (laughs) Yeah, Roll Tide. Anyway, we'll be at Auburn City Fest. That's at Kiesel Park, April 27th. And uh, we're signing a contract this year with the city of Auburn uh, Parks and Recreation for that event. We're actually going to be a little bit more involved with the City Fest than we have been in the past. You'll see, hopefully, in their advertisements and their promotions, you'll see us. Oh, good. Yeah, we're really happy about that. That's uh, that's going to (laughs) give us some more recognition. And it's just, you know, hey, this funny group of guys will be there, so make sure you come to City Fest. Get this bow. It's with a stipulation that we are on our best behavior. So uh, that might be. We a have to tough. keep Kyle under control. <laughs> that might be yes. a little tough. Yeah, that may be a little tough. I'm worried about Roberto. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> he may dance a little too much. If you're listening, Roberto, we love your dancing. But uh, yeah. <laughs> He's going to throw one of his hips out one day. That's for sure. Oh, yes. but uh so far that's the events in april in may may the 4th be with you kevin huh Ah. our star wars fan uh may the 4th i always feel like i'm saying that with a lisp now um (laughs) it is (laughs) free comic book day nationwide we're going to be spread out in some areas of the state we'll have some people in vestavia hills we'll have some people in montgomery um, we'll have some people in Huntsville, I'm, I'm hoping. So free comic book day. Come get your free comic book. See a bunch of dorks like us and, you know, pal around with us. That's what we love to do. So those are all of our upcoming events that we have so far. There may be some more added. We did more than 40 events last year in 2012. Thankfully, I don't think it was too big of a burden. We spread out our resources pretty well last year. Was able to hit 40 different places and had a really good showing. So we're hoping to do that again this year. So we may have some different events come available during that time. We'll just have to wait and see. But a lot of things planned for later on in the year as well. But our big event of the year, this is now, uh, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but this is now our premier event of the year. Oh, yes. Oh, I definitely agree with you on that. Our premier event of the year happens Memorial Day weekend. It's Friday, May 24th through Sunday, May 26th. You've never heard us talk about this at all. No, you know, no, we last year we didn't talk <laughs> about it, and I'm sorry that we were so quiet about it. But Alabama Phoenix Festival, that is our bread and butter for the year. And again, Tim, Steve, Stan, all those guys that run APF, we are very, very good friends with. We love and adore these guys, and they have our full support. We are once again sponsoring the event this year. We're one of the sponsors. It's pretty much the only event we've really ever sponsored. And that's because we believe so, so much in this. It's going to be the second year for this festival in Birmingham. And we undoubtedly have, like I said, all of our weight behind it. Uh, These guys are are true to the sci-fi gaming genre and fandoms. These guys are top notch and they've got a lot of good guests this year. Um, there, I think their their flagship guest is Colin Ferguson from Sci-Fi Channel's Eureka, a very good show. 
And uh, if you've never met Colin, uh, he's a really, really nice guy. Um, have you met him, Bo? No, uh, like I said, I've, I've unfortunately I haven't watched Eureka, but I'm aware of him from other people being big fans of him. But uh, I've heard I've heard nothing but good things about him. Um, one of our engineers, Todd Campbell, has an absolute man crush on him. It was so funny. We were at Dragon Con, I guess it was two or three years ago, and Todd saw him and went right up to him and said, "You got to take a picture with me," and like leaned into his chest. Todd did with the biggest grin I've ever seen. <laughs> and it was so funny. He was man crushing on, on Colin, something, something fierce. So I know Todd will be at APF and just be in heaven. So, um, anyway, Colin's going to be there. I, when we were checking into dragon con last year, uh, we were at the Sheraton and lo and behold, I'm checking into the room. Colin's standing right next to me and he's just cutting it up with the staff and just being a really nice guy. This guy is somebody you want to meet. So uh, he's going to be, he's kind of the premier guest this, this year for APF, but let's get to our guests. And there's a lot of good guests, but we're kind of partial to a couple of them. You know, we've, we've announced that, uh, of course our own dear honorary member, Robin Shelby is going to be with us. We love Robin. She's like, our, like our sister to us. Uh, we're, we're dear, all dear friends with her. And of course, Winston, Ernie Hudson is going to be, at APF, and uh, yeah, I know we've already announced him. We've we got to talk about these guys and talk about our involvement with APF and these guys. Like I said, we're, we're sponsoring this year, um, and I'm doing a really good job of not keeping my word of I'm not going to talk that much, right? <laughs> yeah, I told you that's how it worked, bro. <laughs> uh, I get on a roll. I can't help it. Um, you go for it, man. <laughs> But uh, uh, we are sponsoring uh, APF this year. Last year, we sponsored Robin's appearance. This year, we're sponsoring Robin and Ernie. So we are excited that uh, the guys at APF were able to get both of them. We are excited to be able to sponsor them. We've got a lot of good guys in the group, and they are doing their part to make sure Ernie and Robin get here. And so we are doing this for... You guys, the listeners, your GB fans, we've got a lot of people coming. Uh, we've got our website, which is uh, mhgb.org. That's the Mass Hysteria website where we're keeping people updated on on the uh, the dinners that are coming up. And we'll, we'll touch on that in just a little bit. But um, the dinners, the activities, the kids area that we're going to have. You go to that website, mhgb.org. That'll give you all the info. But we're we're asking people who are going to come to APF Mass Hysteria, of course, is our little subsection of APF that we're creating this year where we're going to have Ghostbusters specific events. People who are coming to that can sign up on the Mass Hysteria website. Let us know you're coming. We got some things we're going to give away for people just for showing up and, and, and helping to support APF and to support Mass Hysteria. We got a couple little things we want to give you. May not be much, but it's a souvenir for you to take home as, as our way of saying, hey, thanks so much for coming out. The catch is, like I said, sign up. Otherwise, you may not get it because we're, we're trying to, to, to get a good head count. And also for the dinner, uh, we're throwing a big dinner with Ernie and Robin on the Saturday night. We kind of want people to sign up on the list so that we can count them for the dinner. We need a head count for the restaurant. And th- I don't want people to think we're being rude, but we, we ask that you not come to the dinner if you haven't signed up just because of the head count. And we're getting awfully close to the size of that room. 
and we're only asking people who are actual members of other GB franchises, you know, like the Georgia Ghostbusters, Tennessee, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina. Uh, we've got others that are going to be there. If you're a member of a franchise and we know you as a as a franchise member somewhere else, then if you've signed up, come to the dinner, have a great time. We'll have a lot of fun, hand out some awards. But we really want you to sign up. If you don't sign up, we may ask you not to come just because of the, the room that we have reserved for the dinner. You just have a list at the door. You're like, you're not on the list. Like It's like a club. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a nightclub. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not Ghostbusters. We're Ghost Bouncers. That's right. Hey, as long as I get a velvet rope, that'll be that'll be cool. I'll be the bouncer. <laughs> but I guess I, I can't stress enough. Sign up, please. If you're a registered franchise member somewhere, sign up on Mass Hysteria, MHGB.org. Let us know you're coming, and you'll get some freebies, and you'll get dinner with Robin and Ernie, and, and you'll be in the running for an award. Dinner and swag. I love it. Dinner and swag. Swag and dinner. <laughs> All right. Somebody else talk. I got a drink. <laughs> drink. Brock's got his whiskey. Bring it up. Fucking <laughs> <Hey. laughs> his whiskey. <laughs> well, I, I guess for my comments on mass hysteria, I'm you know as you, you know you've said a lot of folks have signed up and the response has been very well. Like I said, I'm I'm glad that we've got folks as far as you know South Carolina to Louisiana that have showed interest in coming, and I really you know hope to see those folks there. Exactly. And if you're not sure that you're coming, but you may come, sign up anyway. We just need a headcount. We need an accurate headcount. I think excited is an understatement. I think we're all like beside ourselves that this whole event is happening. Exactly. And and I'll just go ahead and say this and get this out of the way. I know there are a lot of people who eh, may be on the fence about coming to APF. You know, it was recently announced that Ernie it will be at DragonCon this year for like the first time in ages. That's an awesome Thing that we've been working towards. Those of us who've been on the PKE surge planning staff for years, we've been trying to get Ernie there, and finally it happens. Don't let the fact that he's going to be at DragonCon stop you from coming to Mass Hysteria and APF. DragonCon, there'll be a lot more Ghostbusters there. It'll be a bigger crowd. You're not going to get the up-close personal time with him there that you'll get with him at APF. You come to APF Mass Hysteria, you're going to have time with him. It's a smaller venue, smaller crowds, and he'll be a little bit more accessible. Join us. But um, Ernie and Robin are not the only things that will that'll be happening there. Uh, we'll, we'll have a panel with them, of course. And we just uh, got confirmed that we'll be able to do a live recording. It won't be a live podcast, but a live recording for the podcast. And that'll essentially be our panel with Robin and Ernie. So if you're coming... Definitely get up and ask some questions. We'd love to hear a little bit of audience interaction for the uh, for the live podcast recording. So I don't know the date and time on that yet. Uh, all the panels for APF should be finalized within the next month or so. And we'll be able to let you know exactly when our live panel will be. Also, something else for uh, possibility one of our panels. Uh, Adam said something the other night, but possibility of us premiering our uh, episode two at APF. Nice. Yeah, we'll definitely be able to see episode one and two at some point during APF, I hope. Adam, you want to talk about the idea that you and I talked about last night? Yeah, we, if we're able to film episode two in April, early April, like we're talking about doing, um, at least the majority of episode two in early April, it might be a long time to wait to premiere episode two since episode one premiered 
February 4th, and then episode two wouldn't premiere until like May 20 something. We could, you know, it, it depends on if you guys want to wait, we could, you know, show it. But or we could also just show the first two episodes, regardless of whether it's been a world premiere or not, and then have a little like we do commentary, like we sit up there and we just kind of do our like a panel sort of deal about the series. They can ask questions. We can like talk about stuff and maybe see a teaser for episode three. Maybe see a teaser for episode three. We'll talk to the guys at APF about that and see if see if we can make that happen. But as of right now, that's what we'd like to see happen. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> but like I said, we'll have the panel with Robin and Ernie. We'll do the live podcast recording. The kids area at APF, we're going to be involved with that. Kevin, if you want to reiterate kind of what you're doing. Well, at uh, at Phoenix Festival, we're going to have, uh, like Brock said, we're going to have a kids area. And I think one of the, the major contributions that the Alabama Ghostbusters are going to be able to give is we're actually going to um, hold a workshop uh, to allow kids to make their own proton packs. And these proton packs are basically uh, made of two-liter bottles. But, you know, kids' imagination, we're going to have tons of Ghostbusters running around shooting ghosts and you know basically we're not going to be able we're not going to have to do anything you know normally we show up beforehand and you know we clear the place of of ghosts and any kind of evil but you know we're just gonna let the kids do it this time we're gonna get we're gonna make them proton packs and we're just gonna let them do it put them to use so we're we're, we're gonna be that that particular activity we're planning on more than likely having it at least four times during the convention more than likely uh again this is kind of still up in the air but more than likely the schedule is going to be uh at least once on Friday, two times on Saturday, and once on Sunday. Be sure to look out for that. By all means, they're encouraging it this year. Please bring your kids. This is a very kid-friendly event, and uh, we definitely want to see you, and I definitely want to help you and your child build a proton pack. It's good for recruitment. It is. Absolutely. right. We have to pass this along to the new generation. You know, when we go out to events, all the parents are like, oh, sweet, Ghostbusters. And the kids are like, well, you're, you're what? <laughs> you're the rocketeer. <laughs> you have a jet pack. No, no, no. <laughs> I would be impressed if a kid knew the rocketeer. That, that is, is true. true. I watched that the other night. That is still such a good movie. Oh, Kennedy yeah. Dalton is great and mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely um, bring the kids out. Uh, Rookie is going to be running a slime lab. And while the amount of slime we're going to have there is actually pretty, pretty phenomenal. And I know Robin said that she wants to be part of that at some point, um, helping kids with slime for obvious reasons. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) so we'll have, uh, hopefully Robin involved with it. Hopefully, you know, maybe Ernie could break away from his table and, and his duties and, and join a little bit with the kids. The slime lab will consist of, little vials of slime that the kids can make themselves right there at the table. And we close the vial so, you know, it doesn't escape. <laughs> They're not making a mess everywhere. You know, they'll be able to make their own and take it home. And they'll have their own little souvenir totally free from us for uh, their first, you know, or, or second APF. So we'll have that. And it's just going to be a lot of fun. We love kids. And we really hope that, that you will bring your kids out for this very family-friendly festival this is. But uh, we mentioned briefly uh, about the dinner uh, Saturday night. Now, we're also going to give out awards, the uh, first ever Mass Hysteria Awards, because it's the first time we've ever had Mass Hysteria. Um, <laughs> seems appropriate. It, it, it just seems, you know, first time for everything. The first annual. Yes. <laughs> so um, 
let's uh, let's give you a rundown of the awards really quickly. So if you're coming to Mass Hysteria and want to participate in the awards, here's what you can try for. Our first category is called Who's the Stiff? And that's for the best solo costume. Sweet. I'm going to come as Hound Solo, and I'm going to win that. <laughs> <laughs> we just make sure you got no. a, a Ghostbuster no. match on you somewhere. Ghost Solo or something. But, uh, yeah, get creative. We want to see some really, really cool costumes. And uh, so whoever's got the best solo costume from Ghostbusters, doesn't matter if it's cartoon, the movies, the comics, whatever. Uh, whoever's got the best solo costume will get that award. We've also got the Key Master and Gatekeeper Award. That's the best couple costume. And uh, Bo said it best in his description, if you can get your significant other to indulge in your geekiness, you should be rewarded. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm going to get a prize for that. I'm going to do that. Who are you bringing? <laughs> oh, you'll see. <laughs> I hope it's the same girl we all know and love. It might be. Oh, no. <laughs> no, he's going to get Buddy. Never be. <laughs> Can peel him away from the puppy bowl long enough. <laughs> he does love watching that. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, yeah, that's the that's the best couple costume, the Keymaster and Gatekeeper, and everybody's favorite line from the very first part of Ghostbusters: "You can keep the five bucks." <laughs> that is going to be our best inexpensive prop, and uh, you know, like Bo says, we always celebrate the elaborate, expensive props. So it's time to celebrate what, Bo? <laughs> the MacGyvers of the Ghostbuster world. That's right. If you can make a thrower out of a pipe cleaner, you, you should be rewarded. That's right. Yeah, we should probably just go ahead and put Kyle's name on that. <laughs> <laughs> Vacuum cleaner plus Nerf gun equals awesome. <laughs> but is it the most inexpensive? That is true. That's true. We're not going to require receipts, so don't worry about that. <laughs> but if you've got something nice and cheap that looks really cool, then, uh, hey, you can keep the five bucks. Also, you will uh, the two-liter bottle proton pack will be banned. Yeah, we're, we're providing that, so sorry. <laughs> sorry yeah. <to> <laughs> uh, the, the fourth award that we are going to give away is Egon's Guinea Pig, and that's for the best custom prop. Now, that's where Kyle may have a shot, but... Right now, we are looking at about 50 people attending Mass Hysteria. That's close to how many people have signed up. So Kyle may have to go up against me on that one. That is true. And we don't know what Kevin's putting together. But yeah. we know that he's not a judge. So with him not being a judge, then we don't have to worry about him not being able to, to try to compete. But he tells us he's building something pretty cool and custom. So The fifth one is Spores, Molds, and Fungus. And one of the events that we're going to have is a scavenger hunt. We've talked about it on the podcast before. We are really getting into into the to the meat of it with Rookie. He's he's extremely busy right now uh, building all these these haunted artifacts from the video game. So that's going to be the scavenger hunt. And the spores, molds, and fungus. That award is going to go to the person who collects all the haunted artifacts first. And I need to qualify that um, there will be no using proton packs to destroy everything in the convention center to find it. Okay? We won't We won't be doing that. We won't right? be invited back next year. Right. And we like APF. We like yes. these guys. Don't destroy anything, please. <laughs> the way, uh, from what I understand, the way it's going to work is all these haunted artifacts, they're going to have QR codes that you're going to need your smartphone and a QR reader. So make sure you've got that installed before you come to the con. 
we'll give you a list of the artifacts. We'll tell you what's going to be out there so you know exactly what you're looking for. And the first person to hit the QR code, and there's going to be some kind of neat things to see with the QR code, we hope. Uh, you'll see that yes. on, then you know we'll know who's got them all. Yes, I'm, I'm working with David on that, and uh, it's, it's going to be fantastic. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Can't wait to see what you guys have. But uh, the QR code, have a smartphone, have the reader. If you don't have a smartphone and a QR reader, we'll work something out. We want everybody to be able to participate. We're more than likely going to do teams anyway, so we'll probably team you up with someone who has one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this day and age, pretty much everyone has a smartphone. And if you don't happen to know, don't happen to have the reader when you come, or you don't happen to know what the, the Wi-Fi credentials for the convention center are, we'll have all that stuff. So we'll make sure you're set up before you start. Yeah. And we're probably wanting to do the, the artifact hunt, the scavenger hunt on Saturday, because we're going to give out the award Saturday night. So be prepared on Saturday. Uh, we'll, we'll find out the time of our panels and things of that nature, and we'll work around those. I'm not sure exactly how many artifacts there are going to be at this point, but Rookie's got a list, and it's a big list of like every one of them in the video game. As they could all be there. We don't know yet. Uh, he's he's working on them. The last so time I checked, the, there were 25 of them. They'll be busy. I so hope, yeah, I so hope the disco pants will be a possibility. <laughs> they're, they're a possibility. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, you mentioned Kyle and his custom props. The last award that we have is in honor of Kyle, and it's called the Ramblin' Man Award. And for those of you not in the loop, Christmas party two years ago, we did karaoke at Kevin's house with a rock <laughs> band, and Kyle chose Ramblin' Man. Kyle had a lot of fun with that song, or we had a lot of fun <laughs> with Kyle with that song. That's all I can say. It was funny. <laughs> Kyle trying to sing Ramblin' Man was one of the classic moments in our franchise's history. Well, he said he didn't know the song, but yet he picked it, so, you know. That's Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we love Kyle's randomness. We've named the award Ramblin' Man in honor of him, and the description for that award is it's going to go to whoever can best explain how the Ghostbusters equipment could work. And... I'm kind of leaning towards this needs to be in our kids track and in our kids things. When we make the proton packs or whatever, rookie's really good at explaining the slime rookie can rattle off slime facts and jargon like nobody's business. I want to see like when we're building the proton packs for the kids or whatever, you know, who can explain to the kids. Maybe I shouldn't be running that, that panel. (laughs) I'm definitely not going to win that. (laughs) Well, hopefully we'll have some people in there. And, and if you if you want to compete for the award, you know, this is how we're going to get people into the kids' programming for us. If you want to win that award, you need to go to the kids' programming. You need to explain to the kids while they're building it what's going on because we're going to be listening. <laughs> and that's how you get the award. And I don't know if the award will feature Kyle's face or not. We've got a really good photo of him looking at the camera very <laughs> daintily. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I think that's the one award we should have a photo on, and it should be Kyle's. Yes, we should. I think that one would actually be the the one you want to win, because you can hang it up on your wall in your bedroom, and Kyle can look at you every night. (laughs) Just as you're drifting off to sleep to have good dreams, the nightmare begins. And no, it's not creepy at all. (laughs) We love you, Kyle, very much. We only do do these things out of love. It's what men do. 
needs a sensor in it. So every time you walk by, it goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> to put some eyes on it that follow you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the awards. And so if you want to compete for those awards, Friday and Saturday are going to be the days to really show that to uh, to us. We've got three judges so far. That's myself, Rookie, and um, Joey. If you want to be considered for the contest, you need to see us, the three of us. That'll be the factor in making sure that you're on the list to, to try to win one of the awards for Saturday night. Now, he did mention that uh, David was basically the Ghostbusters Wikipedia when it comes to actually naming off tech and stuff. So he's a judge, which means he's disqualified. So don't let that scare you guys off. If if you want to do the Ramblin' Man Award, please come and help us out in the kids' area. Explain to the kids. Exactly. I will need your help, I promise. Exactly. And you can BS your way through it. We don't care. We just want to hear how good you can BS your way through it. And, and that's really where David's ears are going to come in and his knowledge. Because he, he just retains so much stuff up there in that big noggin of his. And David is rookie, for those who don't know. Science chick's really digging for it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the awards. Not much else really to say about uh, about APF and, and Mass Hysteria right now. Uh, things are still in the planning stages. They have progressed very nicely since our last podcast. So um, we hope you come and hope you be a part of it. It's going to be a ton of fun. A whole weekend with Robin and Ernie, up close personal time. Two of the nicest people you ever, ever want to meet. We, we, we love both of them to death. They're friends of ours. They're both honorary members of our franchise. You know, we, we just saw Ernie back in October again, and he remembered us, and we had a good time with him then, and he's looking forward to, to, to Mass Hysteria. He's, he's excited about it, so come and be a part of it. And get some up close personal time. I'm, I'm telling you, you won't regret it. And and we love the fact that so many of you uh, in the southeast have signed up uh, to come or to potentially come to this. And we really hope that you do because more than anything, it, you know, it's fun to do all these things. But more than anything, we absolutely love all of our neighboring and, and sister franchises, and and we love all the people in it. And we want to spend time with you because we don't get to do it that much. You know, everybody's got day jobs and confined to their states and, and everything. So it's only, you know, two or three times a year that we can all really, you know, sometimes even once a year that we can all get together and just enjoy each other's company. And that's what really what we want to do. And that's why why we decided to organize Mass Hysteria. We'll give you some activities to do while you're here, but the camaraderie that that's in the Ghostbusters community is really good, and uh, there's really nothing else like it. We we love each other, and we love all of our our neighboring franchises a whole bunch. We all do things together and uh, stay in touch all the time. So I love you guys. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, another thing that we've been working on outside of mass hysteria, and I'll, I'll you know we'll, we'll readily admit that most ninety percent of the work. Uh, right now on this thing is being done by Adam and his students at the University of Alabama. Fantastic kids, fantastic crew. Well, we've had the chance to work with them uh, on the first episode. I'm looking so forward to shooting the second episode. We've had a lot of hits. Uh, we debuted a teaser right at the end of January for our new web series. And, of course, it's called Alabama Ghostbusters, a web series. I'm not good at titles. <laughs> <laughs> I think the title's awesome, Adam. <laughs> it is what it is. Doggone it. This is the Alabama Ghostbusters. It's a web series because you can watch it on the web. And it's 
going to have episodes. It's going to be episodic. So there you go. The February 4th, we debuted the first episode and the reaction to it was beyond anything I was prepared for because people, especially on YouTube, like to leave nasty comments. But the comments that we've got on YouTube, on our channel, and on you know the various social media sites, as well as the Ghostbusters websites, fan sites, and forums, the reaction has blown me out of the water. I give every bit of that credit to Adam. He's written this thing. He's uh, organizing the crew. And I'm going to let him talk about it. Adam, thank you so much for uh, for putting this together. I know a lot of people in the group have been wanting to do a fan film or a web series for some time and you finally took the bull by the horns and I uh, got it started and it's been fun, man. Why don't you tell us about the whole process of bringing it together? I mean, I've always wanted, I mean, obviously I love ghostbusters and I've wanted to do a ghostbusters movie of some kind or fan film and, and, um, you know, been so busy and never really had an opportunity. And I thought, well, why don't we do something short and bite sized like a web series and, you know, so um, I wrote a little script and sort of in my free time uh, wrote a little pilot script, which changed a few, you know, a few times over the course of development. But, um, you know, it was it's kind of a blessing in disguise. I was teaching a, a TV pilot class last fall and they um, they all pitch a pilot and then try to produce it over the course of the semester. And we had some we had some issues getting that done, getting it produced. Uh, I think they bit off a little bit more than they could chew, so I had to, I had to pull the plug on their pilot. But fortunately for them and for us, um, I had this script written, in, and so I said, "All right, we're going to do this now, and we're going to make this by the end of the semester." So with three weeks left in the semester, we we kind of scrambled to to produce this. Fortunately, the crew was pretty much already ready. Got on the on the horn with you guys, and I was like, "Hey, we have, we can do this now. We we can produce this." Can you do it like next week? And fortunately, everyone was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, it really came together really well um, in the short amount of time that we actually had to produce it. And the students were awesome. They really got into it. And it, it was kind of surprising to me because, you know, most of the time when I'm at work, I try to, to hide my obsessive, unhealthy love for Ghostbusters. But there was no there was no stopping it there it, it just came out in full force and they were like yeah this sounds really fun let's do this and so the students were awesome they really put in a lot of hard work and a lot of time to get everything ready one of my students brandon sparks who uh, who became the producer for the episode i mean we were you know 12 hour days just talking back and forth about oh, we got to get this location and we got to make sure that these actors are ready and so it was it was intense but it was a lot of fun and and we, we pulled it together. Um, the actors were fantastic. You guys were great. Um, we got a bunch of local actors to come help us out. Um, the lady who plays um, Jennifer's mom in the pilot, uh, her name is Drew Baker, and she actually runs Tuscaloosa Children's Theater. She's one of the best actors in Tuscaloosa, I think. She was fantastic. Yes, yeah, she was. And, uh, she she And she's really excited about episode two. I've been talking with her um, over the past couple of days, just trying to see if she's available for a shooting episode two and she, oh my gosh she's so excited she's she's trying to find a kid that looks like you bo uh for something that we're going to shoot um awesome. in episode two maybe we don't have to put that in there spoiler alert but uh, the, the, kid. The, the kid the kid has to wear a hat he does have to wear a hat <laughs> it has to be an he, alabama hat he needs to have a goatee <laughs> yes we need to find a <laughs> at seven 19 year old yes i think yes, Bo's always had seven. that <laughs> 
but Drew is awesome. She she's really excited, and I'm glad that she's back on board for doing more episodes. And um, Anthony Hasselbauer, the guy who plays the cop, heck, yeah, that was that turned that was actually a happy accident. That he showed up on set looking like Walter Peck. I was like, all right, that's gonna work <laughs> out just fine. But yeah, I, I can't say uh, enough about how awesome the students were and they're all back on board they're uh, helping me pre-produce this in their free time um not for course credit or anything they're just they just want to work on it so that's that's awesome it, it you know shows the dedication of them and how much they believe in the project you know this is the first time that i've ever done any type of you know show per se you know i've been in a couple of plays but first time we've done a show and my background is in television news i'm a former TV reporter and former radio broadcaster. And, you know, I'm, I've been used to cameras and everything for, for many years, for two decades, but seeing your students and how professional they came off and all the professional equipment that was there and just how everything went so well, kudos to, uh, to your students. Uh, there's a, they're great, great people. I really enjoyed working with them. And they made the whole thing much more relaxed and much more comfortable and and just easy flowing. So I re- really just want to congratulate them. I mean, they're they're definitely a, a heart and soul behind this. Yeah, they're they're awesome, and they're like I said, they're they're just as excited as we are to to keep working on it. And I've I've got some new people signed on for episode two, um, and that's probably the way it's, it'll be, just rotating crew positions. But um, there we're actually having a crew meeting on Tuesday to. You know, Tuesday night at seven. That's how dedicated these kids are. They're going to come on a Tuesday night, meet about Ghostbuster web series. Um, we'll we'll hash out a bunch of details for future episodes. We'll talk script. We'll talk logistics, and um, it'll be it'll be a good time. And um, just to see, you know, I've got I've actually got a, a a team of writers, a couple of people helping me with uh, developing the rest of the series, and so I want to give a shout out to them. Uh, my uh, brother Justin has come up with a lot of science and jargon and backstory for us, and um, I, one of my dear friends, Nikki Stevens, is really putting a lot of time in helping you know, make sure that everything is awesome and exciting. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to uh, to reveal everything to everybody about what we've got going on. One of the the comments that we've heard kind of the most to me is, is one of the the, the better comments. And a lot of people have said to us, what's really cool about this is you didn't just throw on the packs and go at it. You didn't even see a proton pack in the first episode. Actually, you do. Where? Yeah. It's in the car. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's late. I'm old. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, don't feel it's, bad, Brock, because I've watched it a couple of times and I didn't even see it. So I know. It's it's hidden. It's like it, it's in that establishing shot of the car when you see the house and right before uh, Brock starts talking in the in the house, you, you see just a uh, tiny top of the proton pack in the car. Yes, but the focus is not on the equipment in this. It's actually the focus in this episode was setting up the characters, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 like I said, the comments we've heard, you know, we didn't go right to it. We didn't get into the busting and all the action right to begin with. And I think it was just enough to hook people in, and apparently it did. And that's that. That's a compliment to your writing and direction, Adam. Oh, you guys. I mean, I wanted to do something that was a little bit slower paced and a little bit um, 
more focused, you know, definitely focused on character and, and story and not just say, hey, we've got proton packs. Let's give ourselves an excuse to use them because, I don't know, for me, Ghostbusters has always been about the characters. And that's, you know, if you watch Ghostbusters, they only bust ghosts literally with proton packs twice. It's the ballroom scene in the hotel or the, just the hotel scene in general, and then the end, the rooftop scene. And every other moment you see in Ghostbusters is, you know, funny moments with the characters and, and seeing that develop and, and watching the story unfold. And so I wanted to take more of that approach. And, and with a web series, when you have a longer period of time to sort of develop things in sort of bite-sized chunks, you have you have that ability to to do story first, and then Ghostbusting will, will come naturally to uh, to the story. Because... It's going to happen. Don't worry. But um, we'll get you there. And um, we hope that you you like the ride that we put, we take you on before we get you there. So, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to tell a Ghostbusters story and I wanted to tell a story with characters and with you know, and I guess the way I, I've always pitched it is um, at its heart, at, at its core, it's kind of a detective story. If you've watched the pilot, you know that um, in the first scene, something happens to a girl named Jennifer and we find out she's gone missing. And so that's the story. That's the through line that's going to get developed over the over the series is what happened to jennifer and so the ghostbusters are detectives in a way and it's just a detective story with supernatural elements so so we hope that you like it and we hope that you you keep following our our story that we we develop for you so adam i have a question yes why did she not lock the window back she closes the window and she (laughs) didn't lock it she was so irresponsible well she deserved to get kidnapped then didn't she I guess so. <laughs> if she didn't get kidnapped, we wouldn't have a story. Exactly. We would have never made it to the, to, to <laughs> the scene where we are using common household sprayers to spray for ghosts. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Uh, explain that a little bit, please. Well, the Ghostbusters, I guess, I you know, in the modern world, because it's not a period piece. We're not going back to 1989 or 91 or something like that. This is Ghostbusters now. And so my take on it is that Ghostbusters has developed as a corporation and there's ghostbusters incorporated as the the national entity and within that national entity like most companies that have uh, sort of a national presence there are franchises and we call ourselves franchises we call our fan groups franchises so it's not that that far off but um ghostbusters as it as it exists now is sort of like a orkin or a terminex or a, a extermination service and it's very routine. I didn't want Ghostbusters to be this glamorous, you know, action-packed, exciting occupation because it really isn't. It's it's even in the first movie, it's so blue-collar. You know, they they just average Joes going about their day, and they just happen to have this interesting job. And so that's what I wanted to get back to is is Ghostbusters is they're just a service that they provide to people, and the sprayers. You know, they go around and they spray people's houses and they're guaranteed for six months not to have any supernatural infestations, which is basically the the concept of the spray. And really their customers, all they get are just sort of crazy kooky people who who think that their cat beds are haunted. You know, nothing says eccentric like um, spiritual auras and cat cats, right? So, um, yeah. so uh, you know, they they basically just go to your house and it's very routine and they spray and you know, six months later, we come back and spray your house again, and we bill you, and that's 
that's what they do most of the time, day in day in. They they don't they don't go and it's not like every day is we've got ten ghosts on the on the docket. We're gonna go zap and trap every one of them because I don't think anybody would have a house. <laughs> if that if that was the case, it would the whole town would just be destroyed by ghost busting. But um, and so these guys are very green when it comes to that stuff. They they've been doing this job and it's not glamorous and it's. It's just, you know, it's very blue collar. And that's, you know, just like in the movie, I wanted to get back to to that. If that's a good enough explanation. It is. Excellent. And next time, Bo, give them the discount. Give them the that's discount, right. Bo. <laughs> you know, that, that, everyone I talk to that knows me that has watched all this, that's always been the, the big line. So you forget to get the discount, you know. No, Rookie <laughs> no, needs a soda, <laughs> apparently. Rookie's yeah. got to have that soda. This is this is no uh, this is nothing negative to uh, to rookie, but his belly sold it because you know he looks he looks out of shape. He obviously looks like he hangs around the office all day and he doesn't really do anything. So it, it kind of to me it kind of reflected on the fact that you know the Ghostbusters have changed. Everything's kind of gotten routine, like Adam was saying. Everything's routine, and you know. David's the new guy, and he's he's basically there answering the phones, and he's just kind of hanging around the house, uh, hanging around the office, eating everything. Yeah, basically, uh, he's <laughs> losing that belly though. Now we're gonna have to do something about that. Put him in a fat suit or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, he, hey, he, hey. yeah, he actually nope. is. He actually is losing weight, and <clears throat> I'm trying to as well. Well, Let's... don't worry, guys. I'm doing a good job of finding it for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But the, yeah, I love the character development, and I, I'm looking so forward to to what you've got for us in the in the near future. And you know, we, we've talked about who's coming to visit us in May. Talk about the cameos that. Uh, Do we dare? I think we should mention the cameos in the in the first episode. On oh, the first episode. Yeah, there's a. I don't know if you listen closely or just listen. You might hear a special guest voice voiceover. From our good friend Ernie, um, and you, if you look closely in the background, you'll see our our very dear friend Robin Shelby on a poster. And if you look, you know, maximize. It's an HD. You can read it. It's just a little out of focus. Maximize your frame. You can read what it says. It says, uh, "Don't get slimed by high prices." Ask about <laughs> our specials and discounts. <laughs> so that's that's the Robin poster, and then Ernie's a he's he's the corporate answering machine. Uh, with a little bit of Brock mixed in. So you fill in your franchise details. Yeah, the standard template for the answering machine. Winston sends down his recording when you get a franchise, and you take care of the rest. That's right. Well, what's funny with that, Adam let me hear it before he did the cut and paste with the, the Brock put into it, and it's a mm-hmm. very sexy answer. Oh, it's so, it's so sexy. It's smooth. Uh, Ernie, <laughs> oh my God. Ernie is so smooth, man. <laughs> It's so sexy. Like he, there's a part, you know, because rookie picks up the phone before you hear the the end of the answering machine, but the end just, oh man, it gives me goosebumps. It's like, it's like, thank you for calling the Ghostbusters for all your supernatural investigation and elimination needs. I'm like, oh yeah, that's just smooth, man. Yeah, say Ernie, it to me again. Ernie is so smooth. So Ernie entered into Billy D. Williams's territory there with his uh, his dialogue. Ernie captured Billy Dee Williams' territory. He, he he owns it. Oh, my God. Ernie just didn't have a Colt 45 with him at the time. I was supposed to say, I haven't <laughs> seen him in a Colt 45 commercial yet, so he's not a, he's not fully in this territory yet. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so sexy. I was I was almost worried that it was too sexy. <laughs> yeah. Put it in the show. And I was like, whoa, this is really sexy. <laughs> gonna have to raise the uh, rating up. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Parental guidance. Get, our main audience is women. <laughs> Rated R for rawr. Yeah. <laughs> Rated R Ernie, for Colt 45. But he he was awesome. He he was so awesome about doing that for us, and I can't thank him enough. I probably he probably thinks I've thanked him enough because I've thanked him like a million times. But uh, again, I, I can't I can't do it enough. Bo counted. It was a million yes. times. It, oh, yes, I no, hit my mark. Three actually. Thank you again, Ernie. He's going to put out a restraining order against you at APF, Adam. But I've been so nice. Too nice. I'm thankful. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, we really appreciate all the feedback and and everything off the um, off the uh, the first episode. I think we're we're up over sixteen hundred views as of right now. Yeah. On YouTube and and we really thank y'all for that. We've like I said, we've had a lot of good feedback and a lot of veterans in the Ghostbusters community uh, gave us some really really nice uh, critiques. Yeah, I really appreciate the, all the other fans that have come before us and put out some of the great work that we've all had a chance to enjoy. And, you know, it just gave us motivation to join the ranks and do something like this. And it's a labor of love, definitely. And we hope we entertain you with it and give you something to smile about. Yes, absolutely. And I promise everyone my acting will get better. Your acting was fine, Bo. Your acting was... <laughs> you just forgot the discount. That's right. Yeah, don't forget you the discount. jerk. Oh. Didn't you see the look in her eyes? Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> a lady like yeah, that, you got to give the discount to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm surprised like my head didn't get like shot with lasers with that look. <laughs> How dare I not give a discount for cat beds and garages? Sarah in Margaret. episode two, eye lasers. <laughs> yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Sarah Margaret was awesome. She, yes, she was. She's, she's always helpful. She she loves acting in our in our projects. She's she's been she's been a staple of our TV pilot projects every year, and she's always willing to help us out. Well, didn't you say her character, Mrs. Springer, is kind of like a running thing in all your uh, shows you've done? It's actually a crossover with one of our other TV pilots that we did called Cutters, because she played, um, in- interestingly enough, she played the mom in uh, of the main character in one of our other TV pilots, and their house was the same house that we shot in for the Ghostbuster show. So... Um, it was. It made sense to make her that same character. So, she's the same character from our other show, which nobody will probably ever see. But it was fun for us. Inside joke. Kind of a spinoff. Yes, we're a spinoff of Cutters. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you've enjoyed our discussion about the web series. I'm losing my voice, or so about to. To shut this thing down, but uh, Bo, why don't you talk about what we've been able to do so far this year? Just a quick recap. Kyle, David, and I, we made the trip to Baton Rouge and helped our good brothers from Louisiana in one of the uh, Mardi Gras Day parades. I've always heard the stories of how folks, you know, really get down for Mardi Gras. Well, those folks are serious about the parades, and I mean, it wasn't one of the typical cliche, raunchy parades, you know, you hear about on TV. It was a really fun family event. And then uh, another, the next thing we did, we uh, were lucky enough to be invited to be part of the uh, 80s night events at the uh, Huntsville Havoc Hockey, which was really, really fun. A lot of folks dressed up in their favorite spandex and slap bracelets. And, of course, as we told everybody, you can't have 80s night without Ghostbusters. 
our final thing we've done so far this year. We just got done with the previous weekend with uh, CamiCon. Luckily enough, we uh, had a few donation ideas and used it and raised about $120 over the weekend, which was really awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic, and uh, we'll be able to do a lot of good with that. Well, that's what we've done so far, and you've heard what's coming up with APF and the web series and everything. So thanks so much again for joining us. This is uh, the 11th episode that we've done, and sorry we took kind of a uh, few months break just to rest up and enjoy holidays and things of that nature, but uh, we're back in full swing. And um, I'd like to remind you that uh, we do have a web store. You can purchase T-shirts and uh, different items, iPad covers, iPhone covers. Uh, we're going to throw some more things in there uh, before too much longer. That is at alabamagb.spreadshirt.com. We've reduced the prices on our shirts, and uh, we've been able to do that thanks to some new shirts that Spreadshirt has made available, so we were able to make those a little bit cheaper for you guys. So we would really appreciate it. We don't get much at all off the tail of our original designs, things of that nature, uh, just enough to, because we are a nonprofit, we all do these things, a lot of these things out of our pockets. So uh, being able to help us help communities, things of that nature um, is much appreciated. Money that we get, we can put back into different projects of ours and different charities, things of that nature. So alabamagb.spreadshirt.com. We're going to have our mass hysteria items in there very, very soon buttons, uh, shirts, um, maybe some different things in there. So be on the lookout for that. We'll publicize it all over our social media channels as well as our own website at alabamagb.com. So thank you so much for joining us once again. We're going to call it a night, call it a day, whenever you're listening to this. And uh, we'll see you again for episode 12. Again, I'm Brock Parker. I'm Bo Bearden. I'm Kevin Gardner. I'm Adam Schwartz. May the shorts be with you. And also with you. We always have to get that in. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, day, month, whatever you're doing. And we'll catch you next time on episode number 12 of the Alabama Ghostbusters podcast. Thank you for joining the Alabama Ghostbusters. For our community and charity events calendar, visit alabamagb.com. Ghostbusters came, up the time.